0: This contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion.
1: Welcome to viewers and others. What's going on? I'm Scooz and I am S. Foster, and welcome to Viewers Anonymous, man. How we feeling?
0: Man, we are feeling amazing today, man. Well, I'm feeling amazing today, man. I'm talking about some damn weed, like it's two people down here. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man, I'm feeling good, man. Um, You know what I'm saying? I've been I've been getting back in the groove, man. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got some shit lined up this week. It's going to be a busy week for me. I can't wait to get to work, man.
1: How you holding up? Man, I'm holding up all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, got something set up for tomorrow. Uh, so hopefully that shit uh pans out pretty well. And I got some other stuff lined up to uh for tomorrow, man. I finally got some good news, man. You know what oh, I'm saying? shit. Yeah. Man, your boy getting his tag tomorrow, man. Oh you know, man, that's that's, that's, hey, that's the My best news,
0: That's the best what? news a brother can have,
1: man. Man, but listen, man, you know it's bad news, good news, man. Well, it depends. It depends. I don't know yeah. what time the FedEx driver is in my area now. You know uh, understand? And so it's hold on. Is, that,
0: is, is it beef though? Y'all ain't got no beef?
1: Nah, nah, nah. It's uh, well, it's actually coming. I, mean,
0: I, know say, I know y'all same team, but you know how sometimes y'all be having that. You know, what I'm saying that inside beef. I
1: don't want to. I'm late on you. <laughs> nah, it it just sucks because it has to be. It's an adult signature, man. Now, uh, yeah. Now, they grandma might be there, you know what I'm saying? But the mom, um, you know, it just it just really depends, man. So hope hopefully it's a situation where somebody at home, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so it can get signed for, and I get my joint. So I was happy to hear about that. The lady, and it was so funny because the lady called me right from the yeah. dealership, and like so I answered the phone. I was like, "Hello," and she was like, "Guess what I got." <laughs> and I was like, my dad. It was so funny because she seemed like she was excited about it too. So yeah. uh so yeah, man, uh that, that was some good news, man. Cause it's like, yo, I'm ready to get my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. I mean, this ain't this type of pod, but you know, I was listening to uh them talk about uh my man that got shot up in Minnesota. Uh, was uh it Dante, Dante Wright. Yeah, Dante Wright. And yeah. they were saying that one of the reasons they pulled him over um, was because his... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. But rest in peace to him. In yes. the other situation, it was uh, the dude that didn't die. The dude that was the... Uh, the lieutenant. That was in the, the veteran. The old, yeah, yeah. The vet, yeah. They said he just pulled out of a dealership with a new car. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they pulled him over because of his dealer tag. And it's like, dude, I've been riding with these dealer tags, he bro. Hey, hey man, this stuff it's wild, dude. It's wild out yeah. here. That's another well, subject for another day. But I'm just happy about my tag.
0: It definitely is. But um, speaking of speaking of uh, that lane, man, things looking up in that Derrick Shelvin case, man. Dude might go down. So you know the way yeah. the way everything, all the testimonies and everything has been going, all the evidence. You know what I'm saying? All the uh, people going up to the stand and all that kind of stuff, man. It's been looking it's been looking promising. So hopefully, you know. We we uh you know what I'm saying that family finally gets their justice, man. So that'd be a um that'd be a, a a way to bring in this, you know what I'm saying, this this 2021 to end some of this nonsense that's been going on. So um but like you said, man, you know what I'm saying, that's a whole nother pot. Um today, man, you know what I'm saying, we ain't we we in appreciation mode, man. We in celebration mode. We're talking about one of the greatest to ever do it man um I is what what hasn't this dude done man actor comedian um uh, singer uh, singer, uh Producer. man well not singer artist because yeah artist. he more than a singer he he's a music artist um this man undid everything from comedies the dramas the kids movies you know what I'm saying? Cartoons, um, family movies. Um, at one point in time, he was the biggest comedian in the world. We are talking about none other than the legend himself, the goat uh, or one of the goats. Let me say that because that's subjective. But one of the goats, man, Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? this. This dude is. Let me tell you something. So for for people don't know I'm I'm the comedy guy I'm super into comedy as Dot is into the horror so you know what I'm saying like when we pick him out it surprises the hell out of me that he actually likes some of the comedies that you know what I'm saying that he bring up cuz it's like dude I never would have pegged you to be this guy like I never would have pegged you to like this movie like Euro trip it, it I ain't gonna lie to you that one got me, I was like yo this nigga like here on trip I was like that is yeah. amazing so, you know what I'm mean? saying like, so you know cause like I remember when it came out you know so like a lot of people didn't mess with it and so it was like man you, you don't really get a chance to see that you know what I'm saying see somebody else who likes those kind of movies cause that's, that's one of those comics where you gotta be like you gotta be into it to, to laugh at that type of you know what I'm saying movie so um but for me, man, Eddie Murphy is a legend. I remember watching um, my first time ever seeing him was um, was raw. Uh, I want to say that was his first stand up. If I'm not tripping, let me make sure because I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, no, Delirious was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raw yeah, was okay, second. I seen Raw first.
0: That's the one where he was in the purple suit. And um, man, let me tell you something. When I tell you, bro, I was on my side rolling as a kid, I probably ain't even supposed to be watching this. Now, this is at the time <laughs> that Def Comedy Jam is out. This is at the time that Comic View starting up. This is at the time where comedians were comedians. You know what I'm saying? Martin Lawrence was blowing up. You know what I'm saying? We still had you know what I'm saying that you know that 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 special moment to where comedians could actually be comedians, you know what I'm saying Bernie Max and saidagit the entertainers was when they come up um so knowing about Eddie Murphy, you know, my mom used to always watch it like uh Beverly Hills Cop, you know what I'm saying she would watch um I remember watching the Golden Child as a kid um and then I remember seeing for the first time one of my favorite movies of all time probably my favorite movie of all time coming to America. Um, And then seeing Harlem nights and then seeing probably the, out of all three of those, the second funniest one, I I hate to say it, but (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here. The second favorite to me, uh, the second funniest to me for real, for real is trading places Um, only because of the, the theme of the movie, which is hilarious. But uh, just knowing, like, he was, you know what I'm saying, this stand-up comedian who became this huge movie actor um, in the 80s. And then not only that, this dude was one of the stars of Saturday Night Live. Um, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, he got with Rick James and did My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. So this... Sometimes making um, it's just been amazing just to see. All right. We're back. Can you yeah. hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just been amazing to see, um, just how dope, you know what I'm saying? he has been through this whole little, um, this whole time, man. Like he's he's really just kind of shown everybody pretty much the blueprint to do it. Um raw is I want to say I don't know if it's raw or delirious, but one of those is the most um the highest selling stand-up of all time. Second is Kevin Hart. He gave Kevin Hart the blueprint. That's why Kevin Hart is um the superstar he is today. He said it himself that he contributes a lot of his success to um Eddie Murphy once he got to that point to where he was doing movies and everything else Eddie was basically mentoring him and giving him the game so you know what I'm saying for Kevin to learn from a legend like that and to be in the position that he's in it only just goes to show you that dude has the juice.
1: Oh for sure and I was I was more of a uh a raw guy myself Mm-hmm. Um, you know so I can't remember what was the first thing, but I can just remember growing up and I was a huge, huge fan of the Beverly Hill cops. Uh not three. Um three was I think three was a stretch. Uh I think there was one of those ones where they wanted to keep it going and it also was a check. Um a lot of people like Axel Foley, so I think it's something they wanted to keep going. But I, I think the writing and the whole plot of Three was, was terrible. I hated that because I loved the first two Beverly Hill cops. I, mean, I love him yeah. as Axel Foley. And um, I was, you know, I seen Trading Places, but it, it wasn't one of my favorite. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, the first time, and I forget what the whole story is, but uh, with uh, 48 Hours, but he, he wasn't the original person that they wanted for 48 Hours. 48 right. Hours was supposed to have been two white guys. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I think that they wanted to spice it up because of his success on mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. They were just like, "Yo, this guy is up and coming." You know, let's throw this guy in there and kind of mix it up a little bit. But um, I like Forty Eight Hours and another Forty Eight Hours, man. I always thought how he did the rock saying, "Don't turn off the red light." <laughs> um, that shit was hilarious. But hey, I will say this though: one of his underrated movies that I thought was good. Now, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The graphics are terrible, but you got to remember it's 1986. When you go Bruh. back and you look at it now, the graphics are terrible. But I like The Golden Child, man. Like I can't find oh, the nobody. The Golden
0: Child anybody. is amazing, bro.
1: I can't find nobody. Well, I'm glad I found one person. I can't find anybody to say that The Golden Child was good. The Golden Child was, man, listen.
0: You got to be crazy to say that The Golden Child was not one of the best movies you ever seen as a kid. Dude.
1: Man, some people, I'm telling you, dude, some people would be like, yo, they did not like the golden child. And I'm like, yo, I love the golden child. I they love the hey, my favorite part when he was on the uh when he was on the plane mm-hmm. and he had the headphones on. He was jamming. He's like, I'm on the
0: Hey, that that one that one part toward the end where that motherfucking demon or dragon or whatever that was came out, that shit scared the shit out of me though.
1: Man, listen. What got me is when he knocked down that screen and that lady had the snake body. <laughs> I oh, was like, man. "Yo, like hey, what listen. the hell is going on?"
0: Listen. And and to find out that what we thought was a little boy this whole time was really just a little girl. And boy, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. man it's
1: crazy. See- that was crazy. Oh, I seen those, it.
0: then I uh, found out she was a girl. <laughs> hey,
1: what? <laughs> you like? what? If we look at them then, yeah. and look at them now. You like? Whoa! Yes, sir. Boy, like I had no idea. But um, but yeah, like I was, I was a huge uh, uh Beverly Hills Cop. Like I just told you, I was watching Beverly Hills Cop two right before we started, man. And it's yeah. just like the, that movie, man. Is is so hilarious, man. That there are so many funny scenes. And 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 Taggart and the other two and Billy, like they funny, like it's like the perfect combination of like nerdy people to put in there because they they even Mm -hmm. have their moments of like being funny. But like, but Eddie though, man, he he just he comes in and what's so dope about that is it's like he's taking like those street tactics, you know what I'm saying, where they don't have much to work with in Detroit, and he going out to Beverly Hills and teaching Mm -hmm. these dudes really like how to be better cops, you know what I'm saying? Because like they was dealing with crimes that were different from you know the crimes in Detroit. And that's what's so crazy about the first one, because the first one, the whole reason he even went out to Beverly Hills is because that his I think it were, was it his partner. It was his partner or his friend. they got mm-hmm. killed and it linked back to uh Beverly Hills and that's why he even went out there in the first place. Yeah. But um <clears throat> But, yeah, like, I've, I've been a huge fan, man, of the of the Beverly Hills Cops, man. And to think, like, you have, you know what I'm saying, you have Golden Child in 86, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop 2 in 87, and mm-hmm. then you have, damn, and this is when it really started to take a turn because, now, I'm not looking at writing credits and stuff like that, but what I do know is, like, when it came to coming to America, coming to America was, like, as far, I mean, look, I could be wrong on this um, because I don't have like the information right in front of me. But I felt like mm-hmm. that was like his first like film film of like Eddie Murphy Productions type of thing. I, I feel, I I feel like it might was, have been coming to America. I want to
0: say it was because I think it was that in Harlem Nights that kind of got that to that, got it to that point.
1: Yeah, and Hall of Nights came out the next year in '89, dude. This dude. So I think Coming Come to America
0: was that first one because that's the one where he did literally him and Arsenio down there did every character in in the movie, outside of um you know what I'm saying like John Amish and yeah um Shari Headley and all them. Um, but the the one dope thing about him as well, man, like he he's the beginning of a lot of shit, right? Like yeah, um. He he was like he made stand-up comedy a rock star thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Richard Pryor made it, Richard Pryor made it big. Yeah, see, that's what I was
1: about to say, Richard Pryor. Yeah,
0: Richard Pryor made it big, but Richard Pryor being his mentor, once again passed down that blueprint and he turned it into a rock star thing, like there was there was places you you know so like there was places that Richard Pryor could go and do you know what I'm saying stand up in but it was I think it was at the point after Richard Pryor burned himself up when he did that live at Sunset Strip that's when he got to that level like damn this dude is the shit but Eddie was the dude in Delirious then when Raw came out it went even further. So it was like, you got to remember, like he had the, he had the red leather suit, like Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? He had the curl. He was on there talking about everybody. Like he ain't, he ain't holding no punches. Like he was, you know what I'm saying? Like letting shit go, like classic jokes from the, um, the, uh, I got the ice cream and you don't have, <laughs> none cause you want no welfare. Like he got all them classic jokes from, you know what I'm saying? Talking about, you know what I'm saying? His family issues with his dad, talking about how his dad would drink and lock his mom in the house and shit like that. Like just classic, classic joke. So he like really took that comedian shit, like to a rock star level so much so to where you started to see how Martin was able to do what he did when he got big, you know what I'm saying? How Chris Rock was able to do what he did when he got big. Like you, you really kind of seen everybody like take that kind of take that blueprint from, um, uh, from Eddie, but to me, I feel like the one that did it like the to a T was Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Hart was he took that shit and started doing it in stadiums and going global and he was having, you know what I'm saying, like international tours and shit. And like that, he had it to where he built on it just like Eddie built on, you know what I'm saying, Richards. And then not only that, him being in 48 hours, this nigga made buddy cop movies cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not some that's you know what I'm saying that that wasn't something that was hot before. So him doing 48 hours and you know what I'm saying, him being the, the comic relief, but at the same time he could still play the serious role. Like I think that he brought that, you know what I'm saying? Like he made that buddy cop shit cool because now you started to see a whole bunch of shit. Like you started to see um riggs and myrtle. You started to see, you know what I'm saying, like all these other people kind of take that blueprint and, you know what I'm saying, go into it and, and try to use that same um formula. And some of them were successful, but I don't think any of them were as successful as the 48 Hours franchise besides... Um, Lethal weapon. weapon. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon was the, the only one that, that, that actually got it right. And then, you know what I'm saying, we go into... Like you said, him doing coming to America and him actually producing himself and making sure everything else is good. Now, he was the executive producer on the stand-ups, but that's like you know what I'm saying, that's not the same as movies. Yeah. So when we when we see him in coming to America, this is something totally different. You know what I'm saying? This is a we, we getting to see the uh all black cast, you know what I'm saying? We getting to see um uh, uh, African kingdom, a king, a prince, you know what I'm saying? Like we actually getting to see black people in a good light. And this is in 1988. This ain't, you know what I'm saying? This is when, you know what I'm saying? We usually don't get a chance to see ourselves in these roles. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we getting somebody who actually putting us in these roles and making us get that, you know what I'm saying? That positive light. This, and this is why this is, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite movies, like I said, if not my favorite movie is because, if you think about the time it came out in 1988 for it to be what it was, for somebody to do multiple characters, then on top of that, um encapsulate black people in a great light. Like it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? He walked outside and people were slinging rocks. Like the closest you got to that was the one part where, you know what I'm saying? They got out the limousine and dude was like, hey man, check it out. I got these hair drives, <laughs> man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the closest, that's the closest it got. But outside of that, like, you know what I'm saying? You really got to see just like how dope black people were in this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We seen somebody who owned, even though he was stealing from McDonald's, we got to see somebody who owned the whole uh, restaurant. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's mm-hmm. was the shit. You know what I'm saying? They had the golden arches. McDonald's had the golden arts. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really started something in that, you know what I'm saying, in that Coming to America bag, like, and he really w- made it cool for black people to look good in movies. And that's why, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I fuck with Eddie Heavy,
1: man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Same here, man. Because Eddie to, and then what I thought was so dope, man, was, you know, to to bring in all the old legends. Mm-hmm. and And, um, in Hall of Nights because, oh, you know, man. Richard Pryor, you know, cause you mentioned him and like when I was young, like I was listening, cause like one of my favorite jokes and, and you know, and I, and at, at that age I was at, I didn't realize that like it was a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause he, like it, it's not that it's one of my favorite jokes. It's just like Richard Pryor got this voice. Man and it's like when he, when he say things like it, iconic, it, it's just man, funny. And he iconic. was like, <laughs> and he was like, he said, man, he said one thing, he said something like, you know, one thing I do know. He was like, when you're on fire, he said, people will get out of your way. So the- <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that shit was the funniest thing hey, I've ever heard. Hey, listen, that had- nigga
0: said, police don't shoot cars, police shoot niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that motherfucker, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. I had to get that shit out. That's funny,
1: bro. But, you know, but I had no idea that he actually saw himself on fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, and and he was going through what he was going through. And he. And then Eddie Murphy, too. This is the thing. Even though he's on a massive run, Mm -hmm. massive run, but it's like. You bring in Red Fox, you mm. know what I'm saying? You bring in Robert Harris, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, she's not a comedian, but she's funny as hell. They bring Daniel in Reeves. Reeves, you know, and it's just like the people that uh, De- Danny Aiello, he, hey,
0: Ronald, he, he had Ronaldo Ray in there, he had um. Oh uh, shit! What's old boy in um who what what's Chicago's real name from Poetic Justice? God got not that's his brother Joe Torre. Okay, yeah, Joe he Torrey. had God Tory in there. Guy Tory was in there. Um, Charlie Murphy was in there early.
1: Yeah, yeah, you
0: know his what I'm brother. saying. Yeah, um, so you said it, Robin Harris. Uh, it was man. Who else is in that movie? He had, a, but, he had a
1: slew of motherfuckers in there, man. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and, and I think that that movie, I think the greatest thing about that movie is just that giving these people that that respect that they deserve. Because like when you think mm-hmm. of Red Fox, you know, you think of you know Steph, Sanford and Son. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he, Well, no, nah, not me. I mean, well, go ahead. No, nah, you're right, but not me. Well, I mean, I mean like I I haven't really seen him in a lot of movies.
0: Right. No, I'm, you know talking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about stand No, you stand-up. Was, you was yeah. right when you said what you said, though. I was just saying, not me. I, that's my favorite comedian.
1: Yeah, and it, it was just great for him to, you know what I'm saying, to bring them in on something mm. when, because he's gotten to the, a level, I mean, we're talking 1989, because, like, this is his second film that's an Eddie Murphy production, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And for him to take that second one and to bring in all these legends, and then, like, he bring in, like, I don't know if he was his mentor, but I know that Richard Pryor is a guy that he looked highly on. Oh no, Richard!
0: It's it's documented. Richard Pryor is his mentor. Matter of fact, in um in was it? I want to say it wasn't raw. I think it was Delirious, where he was talking about how Bill Cosby's son had came to uh, see him in in concert. And then he was like, yeah, man. He was like, Bill was mad at me and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, the son was out there cussing and shit. So he said, Bill called me and said, uh, you can't be out there cussing in your show. He was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. what I say? You can't say filth, Florin, Florin, and filth. He was like... He said, I ain't so
1: like,
0: Yeah, yeah. I ain't never said no filth, florn, florn, filth." frankly, I'm offended uh, that you called. <laughs> fuck you. And he was like... Uh, he said, so, man, I hung up the phone. No, he said, you can't say... And he said, fuck! Or whatever. And he was like, man, fuck that shit. He was like, so I called Richard. And Richard was like, man... Did the motherfuckers laugh? He said, Yeah. He said, Did the motherfuckers pay their money? He said, Yeah. He said, Well, tell Bill to have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <That's
1: my favorite laughs> he, said, shit, Bill, he said, Tell Bill. He said, Bill, my dick. Hey, was so funny, but I was- hey, oh, bro, God. That,
0: I'm telling you, bro. Like, but it's but it it, it just went to show you, you know what I'm saying, like even the fact, like you said, like the fact that he had him in Harlem Nights, you know what I'm saying? Like the role that he had him playing in Harlem Nights like, just let you know, like that shit was Um, that shit was for real, for real, man. Like, um, but just to add a couple more in, he had Jasmine guy in that movie. He had Tommy for Martin in that movie. He had, um, he had, uh, what is, I can't never get this nigga Uh name right. He had Joanna man in the movie. Yeah. yeah. uh, (laughs) Who else did he have in the movie? I forgot old girl name. I forgot sunshine name.
1: Yeah. I feel I always forget her name too.
0: And then, uh, Cause she had a nice little run, and then who else? Yeah, had, had somebody else in there. Oh, um, the, the boxer dude that that was stuttering. I forgot oh, his yeah, name the too.
1: stutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He, I'm gonna knock him the fuck out. <laughs>
1: That's what I said. <laughs> bro.
0: That's what I said. But now, nah, go ahead. You right though, man. He, he he had some legends in that joint, bro.
1: Yeah, man, that was dope, man. And then let's not forget about his relationship with uh with Michael Jackson and that man. Remember the Time video. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And we all know when it comes to videos, listen, at me, ain't nobody got no no music video around like Michael Jackson. My God. Michael Jackson made movies. You know, what I'm saying? he Bro, made remember the Fitts. time was
0: that shit. You talking I, about okay. having a, a star-studded event. Yeah,
1: he had a he had a bunch of stars in it. But Man, you know what, what I'm saying? But but hey, I don't give a fuck. With nobody say ain't nobody fucking with listen, I love Thriller, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. Man, ain't nobody touching smooth criminal. But that's like one of the hardest. Like smooth criminal was just just different, dude. It was just different. But um, but that's like bad. Bad was man. That's my
0: favorite. That's my favorite video.
1: You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. (laughs) That's my
0: shit, bro. That's my shit, bro. And they break out dance fighting and shit. That's why I love that video, bro. Anytime oh, I see that, man. bro, if I miss that part, I don't want to watch it. I want to see that oh. shit from the beginning. That's my fucking video, hey,
1: bro. You fucking <laughs> stupid, bro. Hey, man, that shit is hilarious. Hey, that, that shit is hilarious. But then, man, you, and then, like, listen, boomerang, man. Oh, this is one, man. Another one. You know what? This is the thing about boomerang that I did not notice when I was watching it growing up. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It came out in 92. I was mm-hmm. only seven. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, all these times I watched it, I never thought about this until I was I was listening to something and they was talking about Boomerang. And they were saying that what they did, what Aiden Murphy did was he flipped it. And like what it was, Robin Givens was like the quote unquote man. She was the one that was cool with... You know, having sex and there's no screen, no strings attached to now. He's the shit. one who
0: fell in love. Yeah, and he
1: the one who fell in love. And it yeah. was just like, you know, he was the one that was heartbroken. And like somebody, I can't remember who it was, but like I had got a whole new different respect for mm-hmm. Boomerang. And like, and just for him to to come out with with a, a with a romantic comedy and to have, I mean, Tisha Campbell was the neighbor, dude. He yeah. was fucking hilarious in the shit. You got yeah. Martin, David Allen, Greer, John yep. Witherspoon. Yep. And it's just like for him to be able to to bring in like these people that he brought in. Like Eddie Murphy is the is the one guy is that when you <laughs> really go back and you look at his career,
0: yeah. like
1: he not only did he put a lot of people on, it's one of those facts where he was like, Yo, you could come and take some of my light, like, you could dim some of my light. Like, to lighten yourself up. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that that I'm really appreciative of because, like, we probably wouldn't get some of these people, like, even though, like, Martin was on, um, because I think House Party did come first, but I think House Party was his first movie. Yeah. But, like, you know, everything was about kid and play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, now don't get me wrong, Martin didn't he was he was He was nice in it. Now yeah. he, he 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 made his mark. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, Kid and Play was like yeah they was forget, the focal point. Yeah, they forget how big they was. Like those two, uh, dudes, Kid and
0: Play had a whole cartoon, bro. You know what I'm saying? And they, they had,
1: had a whole,
0: Saturday morning cartoon, bro.
1: Yeah, and so like, and for him to be able to, to bring Martin because he brought Martin in... you know what I'm saying, Boomerang. He brought Martin in... um. Martin was I mean, he hot was, though. He he was he was he was starting to flame. Like yeah. like they put it this way house party, you know what I'm saying? You know the whole saying when there's smoke, there's fire, there was smoke mm-hmm. at the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was smoke, and then like he was, he was doing, doing Martin and,
0: shit. He was doing Martin in Def Comedy Gym at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think
1: Martin oh, shit. Let me see, cause Boomerang came out in ninety two.
0: I think I think Def Comedy Jam was first. Then he did Martin. Then he was then he did Boomerang.
1: Well, he had to be in the middle of Martin because
0: yeah,
1: because Martin went on yeah because he was still so, filming
0: yeah.
1: But yeah, it, but the point the point I'm making is just like man, this dude he he was bringing people on and was like yo like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you do this. I'm I'm not sure he said this, but like you do this, dude. I'm gonna uplift your career, and that mm-hmm. shit was dope. And then I also forgot that uh Eddie Murphy. Was in dangerous video too. Yep. So it's just like, ah man, this dude, man, so dope, man. But so I mean, dope. that
0: just that just goes to show, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that goes to show you what I mean when I say that he was at that rock star level, like when he was doing his stand-up, like he was already at that level. He was already that guy. So to see him in those Michael Jackson videos and to see that he's cool with Michael Jackson, to see that he was cool with Richard Pryor, you know what I'm saying? Like, to see that he was cool with all of the people that he was cool with. Like, don't forget, like, he was on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and he was pulling David Allen Greer and them in and they was on In Living Color and they was going at it at the
1: time. You and know what I'm and, saying? And, like, and, and, and we not, and, and I'm going to tell you something else we fucked up on. He yeah. was the first black cast member Yeah. All Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got to point
0: out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, because remember, they was trying to get Richard Pryor to do that. And Richard Pryor was like he wasn't fucking with him. So the fact that Eddie went and took it, and Eddie took it to a whole nother level. He brought buckwheat. He bought, you know what I'm saying, the Stevie Wonder character on. You know, like he really gave Saturday Night Live like that that edge. You know what I'm saying? Like that's another joke that you can go back to. He'd he be like, hey man, ain't you the dude that we doing Stevie Wonder? People like, don't let me ever see you do that shit again, motherfucker. I don't never see you want to disrespect it. Uh I'll never want to see you disrespect any uh Stevie Wonder again. Stevie Wonder is a musical genius. That's my shit, bro. So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I can call this shit all day, bro. This is my nigga. So, like, when I tell you, man, like, not only because you bring up Boomerang, and Boomerang is a perfect example, right? Like, when you look at Boomerang, like you said, he was pulling in all of these people, you know what I'm saying? And then not to mention that, you know what I'm saying, he had Eartha Kitt in Boomerang. He had Iman in Boomerang. She was the biggest, you know what I'm saying, one of the biggest uh, models out. And so, you know what I'm saying, like he getting all of these people and bringing them all in. But the one thing that a lot of people that they really didn't even focus on as well because they were so caught up in how good the movie was. And don't forget Halle Berry. How could I forget Halle Berry? Um, But a lot of people forget that, you know what I'm saying, that everybody in the fucking movie was successful. You know what I'm saying? They was running a, a top modeling agency. They was running a top marketing business. Like this, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't like just random ass street rats. These motherfuckers was at the top of their game. Like, remember, they was going to parties in tuxedos and suits. You know what I'm saying? They was meeting up at each other. Like, remember his um remember what his apartment looked like. His apartment was fly as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like him and Halle Berry was sitting on on the uh couch. They sitting there watching the damn uh,
1: game, oh, the Lakers yeah. game. Oh, oh, you talking about? Oh, okay, okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you get a chance to see, you know what I'm saying? Once again, you get a chance to see black people in a dope light, to where you know you got young successful black people, you got older successful black people in these spaces where usually when when they put us in movies or we get to make movies, we don't get to see ourselves in that light. So that's you know saying. So like I said, it's starting to it starts to become a theme in his movies. Like when you watch any Eddie Murphy movie, it becomes a theme in his movie to where you're always going to see, you know what I'm saying, black people in a good light. It's never going to be in <clears throat> something goofy. Well, I ain't going to say goofy because he a comedian, but it'll never be something negative. Like, even, even with Norbert, like, if you watch Norbert, even though a lot of people say Norbert is one of his best movies, I don't tend to think so. But even in Norbert, like, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't one of them movies to where, you was like, man, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they wasn't selling drugs. They wasn't drinking on the corner. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't in the streets gangbanging. Mm-hmm. They wasn't, you know what I'm saying, poor and nothing like that. These was like middle-class black people. And it was like, you know what I'm saying? It was a dude who was with a chick who she, well, I guess Raspucet ran the business. I don't know what she really did. I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through that one. But it was still a, you know what I'm saying? It was still a decent movie for what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, um he took over Nutty Professor. You know what I'm saying? If anybody know anything about the Nutty Professor, um, it was done twice. Before it was done, no, yeah, it was done twice. So they had the original Nutty Professor that was in black and white. And then they had another one that had um, Robin Williams in it. And then he took it and changed it into something different and made it ours, like a story for us. And he basically made, you know what I'm saying, Nutty Professor and had Sherman Clump in that motherfucker and Buddy Love. And you talking about hilarious? That was one of Dave Chappelle's, you know what I'm saying, first times getting some spotlight. Mm-hmm. He put Dave Chappelle on, you know what I'm saying? He gave Dave Chappelle some love. So, like I said, like, he, all you, like, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. we've been saying this whole time, like, bro, he's always giving people they shine. He's always giving people their roses. He's always making sure he, opening up the door for other people and that's why you know what I'm saying it's a, it's appropriate to make a an episode like this for somebody
1: like him. Yes sir man and uh you know what I'm saying vampires <clears throat> vampires in Brooklyn was a good one oh. man uh, <laughs> a lot of people seem to forget about it man it was so funny what? when my man what was my man's name that was in um um Kadeem Hardison he the one that was in the uh not not the Cosby show but different world mm-hmm. Man, listen, bro. When his body parts kept falling off, oh the falling bro. apart. He was a zombie. Yo, but that shit was hilarious, bro. Got I me.
0: Mean. That's my I,
1: shit, bro. Hey, that joke is so funny. But man, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be real with you. I never was huge in any of the other professors. I mean, hey, they man, I had their moments. They I had their moments, but I you know what I'm saying? Like to me to me, I mean, this is just my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 96, Netta Professor. Metro in 97.
0: He mm-hmm. did a
1: voiceover for Mulan in 98. And then he, he did the Do in 98. And the Holy Man in 98. And I was like, yo, Holy man, was, it was all right, though. Holy I don't man, know, was man.
0: Like, that, that was that, hey, that's, that's what... listen. Go back and watch that shit now. Bro. You, bro, that shit was funny as fuck, bro. Go back and watch that shit now. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? I'm telling you, bro.
1: Yo, it was kind of like, all right, man. You know, Eddie, Eddie ain't Eddie, Eddie. And then, well, he, he, I think, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that what turned it around was life. Okay. So
0: what I think is, you know what I'm saying, like he had these, um he had, he started getting into that, that role where he was really starting to become the man. Right. And he started leaning into more of the family movies. Like I said, you, you know what I'm saying? Going, if you check his track record, he always, anytime it was his production, or anytime he had the power to be an executive producer or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He always made sure that it, it had at least some type of positive messaging in, in it, and so I think him going into The Nutty Professor, him going into Mulan was that lane of him going into, you know what I'm saying, that family movie role, because mm-hmm. later on down the line, we're going to see that motherfucker paid off, so you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like you said, Mulan, Dr. Doolittle, um, I thought the first Dr. Doolittle was good, and then Holy Man was... His way out of that, um it was his way out of that family lane to get back into, you know, what I'm saying the the old Eddie Murphy lane, like the 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 raunchy lane. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's why I, what I think that's why Holy Man is so funny to me because you could kind of see where he's trying to get that groove back to get back into, you know what I'm saying, those Harlem Nights, those coming to America's, you know what I'm saying, all of those, you know what I'm saying, the um, boomerangs and stuff like that. So then, you know what I'm saying, like you said, we we bring life up into the picture, one of the funniest movies of all time. Oh, my God. Man, listen, you talk about quotables. If 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 anybody on planet Earth had the most quotables, bro, it has to be Eddie Murphy. Hey, bro. listen, listen. It listen. has to be, bro.
1: Excuse, I got, I got a, <laughs> deep, I got a full one for you, yo. When these motherfuckers was laying in the bed, and Ed Murphy was looking at mine. He said, he said, man, what the, he said, what the fuck you doing, right? He said, he said, he's having to sit here. What would you got to sleep? He's like, man, like said, man. He said, right. he said, he said something. He was like, man. He said, I got something brewing. I got something brewing. And he was like, man. He said. Man. He said he said, I'm the one you gotta be sleep. he said, he said, he said, I got something. He said, I got some, bro. I got an ass with me, bro. And he said, okay. He said, whatever the He was like, and then he said, no, the funniest part when he said, hope your ass will piss the bed with that weak ass bladder. He said, if I do, if I do, I'm gonna put the sheets on you. <laughs> hey man, that's awesome, hey. bro. Yo, but hey, that shit is so man. Like that life fucking is, is so blood, fucking no. Funny, let me dude. tell you, that
0: ain't the funniest part of life. The funniest part of life, bro, it's this one. It's this one scene in life where it was supposed to be Martin Lawrence's moment, right? So Martin Lawrence is these. That's when this is when they like real, real old, and they taking care of the uh, warden or whatever. And so Martin Lawrence all dressed up and shit, and he's standing by the car. So, <laughs> Eddie Murphy come around the corner, you know what I'm saying? He cutting the, <laughs> he the bushes and shit. And that motherfucker look up and he see Martin Lawrence. He said, <laughs> he said, uh, uh, Claude, what the hell you doing? He said, oh, Ray, he said, we going out for a day on the town. He was like, don't I look good? He said, nigga, you like a butler. And he was like, no, he was like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? We look good. He was like, now listen. He said, I don't want to hear all that. He said, I'm about to go drive. He said, nigga, you can't drive. He said, he don't know yet. He said, I'm about to go drive. He said, I'll be right back. Don't touch this car. He walked up. He was like, don't do what? He said, don't touch this car. He walked up on that motherfucker. He said, don't touch this car. He said, if you touch it, he said, I'm going to have to whoop your ass. He said, you ain't going to whoop nobody's ass. He said, I do what I want to in this motherfucker car. He said, if I want to, I whip my dick out and piss on it. I piss all over the motherfucker. He said, now, why you got to be so nasty, right? He said, because I'm a nobody's nasty, nasty <fuck> <it>. Hey, man, hey. listen, bro. Hey, you, what talking about, you talking about a hilarious movie, bro, and the, and the best part about this movie, though, this movie is really about the prison, con- you know what I'm saying, like the prison industrial complex, about oh, how, yeah. you know what I'm saying, people are getting wronged and put into these life sentences, and they didn't even do shit, but just the fact that they put a comedy element to it, and, you know what I'm saying, brought that shit to light, it, man, that was one of the funniest it, movies of all know- time,
1: bro. And, and you know that this is the, this is what makes life so brilliant, right? Is the fact of it's really a dark, sad yeah. movie. It really is. It really is like motherfuckers really, and, and you don't get it until you're older. I mean, this came out in um, '99, 99. so I'm yeah. you know what I'm saying I'm about to enter high school, so I'm just I'm just hearing all the jokes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm not even. It didn't hit me until I was a full grown adult. Where it's like yo like this movie is really bad like it's really a bad like these dudes spent their whole life in jail for a crime they didn't do.
0: Yeah. And
1: and then like and it just shows you like it shows you racism. It shows mm-hmm. you you know what I'm saying how fucked up the thirteenth amendment is like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just shows you like all these other things but like but the comedic stuff is so funny. It it is it's the secondary story, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? About like how fucked up the movie really is. And right. then and then even even how Ray and Claude even got together, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker mm-hmm. uh you know, Ray pickpocked him and he don't <laughs> have the money to pay spank, you know what I'm saying, which is Big James. You know what I'm That's saying? Lame. And so they and so then they send these motherfuckers down, you know what I'm saying, to get this uh cause they was bootleggers, mm-hmm. and then they end up like it, it's dude it is like the the movie and, and that's another thing it has a great storyline about like how many times they tried to break out and all this type stuff like but it, it mm-hmm. is like i felt like that movie was the was the one like the to come out with both both finger necks like, hold on wait a minute wait a
0: minute before you get there before you get there
1: don't forget, bro. This nigga had Bernie Mac,
0: Anthony Anderson. He still he he brought back God Tory. Like you said, he had he had his old friend Rick James, um, Charlie Murphy's greatest enemy. He had uh, uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Yep, Bokeem Woodbine was in it. I forgot what the uh-huh. dark skin name is. The one that beat him up over the cornbread, but he was yeah, a man uh- at the man. Uh,
1: uh, Juwana Man was in it again. Juwana Man
0: was in. It. I forgot,
1: uh, I um, forgot what the
0: older dude name was, the one that was in the wheelchair, but he was in the hey, movie called Miss Everett's Boys. Hey, your uh,
1: boy, your you boy from uh, your boy from uh, Snowfall, but there was a gun line boss. Gun line, wait a minute. Who did he you, you play the gun line, he a played the and play Snowfall. Irene, ex husband. Damn, he sure did. Now, did you? <laughs> I <laughs> forgot
0: all about this. Shit. Hell nah. Well, see, that's how much I dislike her. That's funny hey, as fuck that you said. It that was so go.
1: funny because he was like, he said, he was telling the story. He was like, he said, what was that? He, he, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said, the gun line, bro. He said, huh? He said, the, 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 the gun line, bro. He said, the gun line, bro. He said, "Huh, go, Robo." He said, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, but it's so many." I'm great trying to
0: moments. think who the fuck else is in this movie, bro. Uh, who else is all
1: in that? Um, shit, man. I think uh, that's really it. No, Sana Sana Latham. She was. Latham was in it. Yep, she was in it. Um, uh, shit, man. The one girl that was the uh. That was the hooker lady. Like she had a little run. I forget what her oh, name yeah, was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where he juiced him out his money. Yeah. But like, man, but that's another thing, man. But like
0: he. Bowfinger, man. Can't let you skip over Bowfinger. That's another yeah. one of his secret classics, bro.
1: Mister Secret. When that,
0: yeah, when that nigga had them glasses on with the braces, and that nigga said, <laughs> he, "He said." <laughs>
1: That shit was funny as fuck. Man, he got to
0: Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I, My mama bought me that movie on, on from Blockbuster. <laughs> bro, when I tell you I was in the house crying when that nigga did that shit, that nigga said, <laughs> on the floor." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that shit two weeks ago, bro. That's how funny that fucking movie. Steve Martin is a fucking fool in that movie, bro. But you talking about He's comedy, stupid. bro. That shit is funny as fuck. Bowfinger was a good movie, bro. Man, listen. But
1: two thousand one have- is two thousand one is the
0: yeah. one, bro. 2001 yeah, is can, yeah,
1: because you can. Yeah. Where- you can like, this other shit, like I said, I wasn't here in the Professors, man. The club. Yeah. Now you got to give them a shout out for doing, you know, I am saying thirty episodes of the PJs. Oh right come on, alone. and creating it. Yeah, but <clears throat> my guy, trick man, what listen, boy? I dread Don- that movie, but Donkey was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs>
0: my little like- sister, my little sister used to literally watch that movie all day long from sun up to sundown. Now, listen, <laughs> she was only born in 1998. So in 2001 she like 2 3 years old so she ain't got no school bro this is all she's watching. She literally watched this movie so much that she can to this day quote that movie from front to
1: back. Man listen. This dude this dude got a whole song. Man what dude from from damn from damn uh Shrek. Like the thing is this was supposed to be <clears throat> Mike Myers like comeback because you know what I'm yeah. saying really because really after Wayne's world like he was really I mean like no. don't get me wrong no 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 he had no, what's no, no. the name he had what's Austin the name Powers. Um, Austin Powers he had Austin yeah. Powers so I think that Shrek was supposed to have been like his like thing mm-hmm. I don't think he I think that if he knew now don't get me wrong Mike Myers is still cashing these checks don't get mm-hmm. me wrong but mm-hmm. I don't think he really expected to get it outshined by Eddie Murphy being a donkey.
0: Man, listen, if it wasn't for Eddie Murphy, this motherfucking movie wouldn't
1: did shit. Man. Eddie listen, Murphy he, made this movie exactly what it is, bro. It's it's one of it's one of those animated classics where it's like. I mean, nah, I ain't gonna put it up there. I was about to fuck up. I mean, some people may put it up there. Dude, to me, Lion King is the to me is the animated god to me. Like I like to me that was that was the one movie that I don't care how old I am. It's like yo, I'm watching the watch original Lion King. Like yeah, I ain't gonna like, lie
0: to you, man. I'm a big jungle book fan.
1: Jungle Book was cool. I ain't jungle gonna lie. Book like,
0: was my shit. Jungle, <laughs> I wanna jungle be that. like you.
1: That was my shit. And man. then and, and then like the other thing that was for me, cause like see. I mean, I know you into a lot of this shit. Like, I know you was telling me about that, the, the animated thing you watching now. Um, that's like mm-hmm. the so you said like the animated version of Boys, but uh, like I was, yeah. like I'm not like the hugest animated person. Like, the only thing that I can say that I watch, um, and the only reason I do it is because it's just like one of those childhood things shit that I can't let go. Like, I still be watching Gargoyles on uh, I on mean Vision that's just a Boy. classic. Yeah, that ain't that's yeah. just a classic. That's, Ain't a you can do about that. That's a classic. But, but then, like, like uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, like that shit. Like,
0: I that was, was fire. Like, I still watch. I dope. still watch uh, Batman animated series too. That was that was not for kids. Yeah, yeah. But I, I bring up <laughs> <a> <laughs> They was killing niggas <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> that shit
1: was crazy. But, but yeah, I bring that up to be like, dude, like Shrek. Shrek is up there. Shrek is one yeah. of those ones where it's like, yo, like. It's like, yeah, I'm not a kid, but this shit got some, got some funny bars in it. What? When them like, niggas it, went to lock? Hey, bro, <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> them niggas bent over. They said they wanted to see art, and then turned back around. I was like, like kids, dude. I'm like, bro, they literally just mooned little kids in this goddamn cartoon, bro. That show was <laughs> crazy.
1: But then like a the rest of the shit, man, that's coming up, like you know what I'm saying? All the Shrek. So he had a lot of shit to come off the Shrek shit.
0: Hey man, don't skip over come Showtime, on. man. Showtime was good too. Man, get Showtime. The fuck out <laughs> Showtime of here, was alright, man.
1: Man, get that shit out of here, man. You know what's next. Tudo Nags, like, come on, man. man. That was a good look,
0: one.
1: That was that was that that was that time where it was just like. I mean, listen, I had a lot going on in my life at this time. You know what I'm saying? Hey man,
0: Pluto uh, Nash. Nas all right. You gotta man, go back and watch Pluto Nash. It got Rosario Dawson in it.
1: Man, listen, I was I was balling, I was working, <laughs> I wasn't doing too much at that time. I wasn't really worried about Eddie. But yo, yeah. Um this let is me the I, this is the this is the only movie, my guy. The Honey
0: Mansion.
1: Nah, fuck that too. No, but man, nah. Man, Man, listen, we got to go all the way to 2006, my guy. Oh, man. Man, yo. And then this was, to me, this was the, because it, you can look at his his uh, his uh lineup, and it's a lot of family movies. You know
0: what I'm saying? Like, he, Brother, this, man, he went into it heavy. This 2006 and 2007, this nigga had three yo, straight,
1: yo. yo. Yo, listen to this me. This nigga had three straight man, when, when he did Dream Girls, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy early. But Jimmy got sold. Someone said, I, he said, I meant you. No, he said, I never meant to make you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey niggas, forgot, niggas forgot Eddie could sing, man. Like, like, sing, sing, like, like, yeah. seriously, like, this, this shit, like, dude, man, this is really, I've never been huge in the musicals, man. This is like the only musical that I could sit there and just like, continuously watch this shit like what motherfuckers is like yo like dream girls is like for girls girl i don't give a fuck like this shit is good no
0: nah, i can't i can't continuously Man. watch it
1: but Man. i will say
0: this when it came out i watched it and i told my mom i said i don't know what's gonna happen in this movie i said but if jennifer hudson and beyonce got to sing on the same scene hey. I'm telling you <laughs> It's rap? <laughs> it's a fucking Listen, rap. I'm
1: gonna tell you something, dude. Beyonce took a she. I got to give her some credit for this mm-hmm. because she actually took a backseat on two things, and it was surprising that she didn't. Well, I will look, we don't know if she had issues with this, but like they said it in like two scenes that she didn't have shit on Jennifer Hudson. Well, mm-hmm. they were saying that like the one time when like they when they appointed her as the lead singer and they were saying mm-hmm. that, you know, Jennifer was the one that was the lead singer. And they was like, well, they basically gave her the, you know, she got the body. She got the look. Well, She's Beyonce, of too. Yeah. But like even Beyonce <clears throat> said, she has the stronger voice. You know yeah, but
0: saying? they were smart to do what they did because she was Beyoncé.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, listen, like Jennifer Hudson at the
0: time couldn't carry no movie, bro. But do, she won a, a Oscar for her first movie. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. You gotta remember. Okay, so listen, this is this is the thing that I always gotta remind people. You gotta remember where Jennifer Hudson was at. Jennifer Hudson was just coming off of American Idol, so she didn't have the was same American Idol exactly so she didn't even have the same fan base that beyonce no. had what no. drew people to the movie was beyonce remember that's what i'm yeah. saying you got to remember she's beyonce now in the performances you got that no she that's what right. i'm
1: talking about yeah no 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 yeah. no i'm, I'm no i mean like in the script yeah what they No. i'm talking about the script i'm not no yeah, oh, i thought I'm, you're talking oh about beyonce. like behind the scenes no 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 okay. i'm saying like even okay, right. So what I meant was for her to, for them to put it in the script for Beyonce to say, "Oh yeah, to be like, oh yeah, she sing, to, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, 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 she
1: sings better <laughs> than me." And then another one was when, when Jamie Foxx was talking to her and mm-hmm. saying, "Like the reason I chose you was basically because you didn't have the best voice. It was mm-hmm. just that I can use, I can, I can use like you." to basically get us to where we need to go but like mm-hmm. it's not because of your talent type of thing because well
0: she she took 3 Ls the third one was when they both had their solo songs
1: man listen man hey. when man when, when Jennifer Hudson did that joint yo that that is but that then that shit became her song even bro. and then no she took another L I'm going to tell you another L she took damn <laughs> Yeah, she took another one. She took another <laughs> one at the end. The dream girl song. Cause remember they did a dream girl song mm-hmm. that was uh that was led by Beyonce. Yeah. And then they did another one that was led by Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Jennifer
0: killed that them, shit at the end. But they, all, like, they both took an L when Eddie Murphy got on that goddamn stage and started singing. Jimmy got Soul. <laughs> no, he didn't that. Jimmy
1: got Soul was the song, but <laughs> hey, he say, saying, man I can't say no more sad song,
0: Come on, man. Say, Jimmy got <laughs> Soul, goddamn. Jimmy not do that.
1: Got <laughs> <laughs> <Cut> the head, <laughs> hey, hey boy. And hey, Jimmy started rapping, but that joke was so, hey, but that joke. He was wasn't those games, man. Jimmy so, Earl is so stupid.
0: So leading off from 2006, man, we going to 2007, and he come out with Norbit. Norbit ends up being the hit. Um, like I said, man, everybody loved it, but I wasn't a big fan of Norbit. Then mm-hmm. later that year, he come out with Shrek the third, another hit. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the kid's going to run to that. Um, and then uh, let me see. He came out with Meet Dave. Imagine that. He went back into his family bag um 2010 he banged one another one out with Shrek Forever After um he do a whole bunch of uh Shrek joints then one of my one of one of the movies that I think is probably some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in Tower Heist that shit was funny as fuck um he did a hell of a job in that movie where they're trying to steal that motherfucking car out the uh out that motherfucking tower <laughs> but that shit was funny as fuck bro um Tower Heist, A Thousand Words. He, you know what I'm saying? He was dipping in and out of that bag. Um, let me see. Mr. Church came out. Now, Mr. Church was good. Now, I didn't
1: see Mr. Church. I heard good I did. things about it, though. It's It's really good, man. It was one of those you know what I'm saying? One of those heartfelt films where like, he was Um, <sighs> what was he, man? He, he ended up like Caretaking for this little girl, and then like mm-hmm. they ended up having like a relationship when uh, not a relation. I mean like a not relationship like they together, mm-hmm. but like he like took care of this girl and you know up into her adulthood or whatever yeah. whatnot. But like, dude, it it is a really really good movie, and like I had to because Eddie Murphy at that time like. I was just stuck on his classics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wasn't watching any of his recent stuff. Like the only right. thing recent that I was watching was Life. It was just like to me, yeah, that's it that's was like one he kind of, kinda, yeah, it was like he kind of fell off a little bit. Like you know, I'm not really like into his shit. And so mm-hmm. then I seen Mr. Church, and I was like, man, the air they ain't got it no more. And then, like, I watched it, and and the thing is, like, Eddie still, Eddie, like, you know what I'm saying? He'll exactly. say some stuff where it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just funny because it's him, but yeah. like, he's not a comedian in this movie; like, he is an actor right. in this movie. And right. like, and then, like, fuck it, if you want to watch, you'll watch it. He dies, and like, you feel his character, like, yeah, you know I'm saying, but yeah, he died dead. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, well, he the- he got old. He got older. Oh well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because like it shows him like taking care of the girl when she was a kid, and then mm-hmm. like something happened, and like she came back. It, it was some kind of shit. So she was grown. So obviously he aged like fifteen years or whatever the case may be. But Mr. Church was good, man. Mr. Church was real good. Okay, and then
0: 2019, man, we get probably another classic from Eddie, man. That
1: oh, hold a up, lot up. of people. Before, before you get there, yeah. Eddie had left the scene for a minute. Three years. But when he came back with what what made me knew, know something was coming was, I don't know if you ever watched it, but did you ever watch that Seinfeld joint where he would have a comedian and Comedians a Comedian in cars. Yeah, comedian in cars. Yeah, of course. Of course. When he did that, I was like, yo, Eddie got something coming. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was just like, he – I'm pretty sure him and Seinfeld, they, they probably cool.
0: I would oh, for imagine. sure
1: for and sure. And I would just like I don't think Eddie would do that if he didn't have nothing on the horizon. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, yeah, like with with comedians, man, you know that's like a uh that's like a fraternity, that's like a brotherhood type thing like that's one of those things that like when you get to certain levels in comedy like you, you know what I'm saying, you get around those those guys like Seinfeld, Eddie Murphy, you know what I'm saying, Steve Harvey, Sedge the entertainer. You know what I'm saying? Like you get around those guys, Tracy Morgan. Um, you really get around like those dudes who've been doing it for a long time and really got that, you know what I'm saying? Like it really done had that stardom and then been in those uh, scenarios where they've been the man before. So it was only right for somebody like Eddie to come out and do this movie. 2019, he does a comeback movie with Dolomite is my name. Now, This was to me this was that old Eddie. This was this was Eddie that you know I'm saying he was he brought himself back with Dolomite is my name. Mm -hmm. Um you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's the bio story. of Well, it's the story of how Rudy Ray Moore created the Dolomite character, did the Dolomite movie, basically got the movie played when nobody else wanted to show him love. He basically was an independent filmmaker. Um, and he, he, you know what I'm saying? He put the movie Dolomite together. Um, Rudy Ray Moore also did Petey Wee's Straw, The Devil's Son-in-Law. I mean, black exploitation Films, which saved Hollywood. Um, This was one of them. So when Dolomite came out now, this is the funniest shit about this whole movie. When you watch Dolomite is my name, go back and watch Dolomite afterwards, just so you could see the movie actually put together in like in, in action. Bro, that karate scene that that nigga was doing when he was like, man, you don't know karate. <laughs> <laughs> on the real dulumite this nigga don't know karate bro this nigga had this nigga did a chest kick and you know like when you chest kick somebody they fly back this nigga did a chest kick this nigga flew diagonal to the side bro i was like yo what the fuck <laughs> is going on bro but it's like you know what i'm saying those one of the movies that you can go back and watch and laugh at bro cuz you know like it's a comedy movie but at the same time you know what I'm saying? Dolomite is sticking it to the man. So, you know what I'm saying? He came back with Dolomite is my name. And then 2020 was supposed to be um, the resurgence of Coming to America 2, but got pushed back to this year. And then Coming to America 2 came out this year, which is uh, the last production he had um, so far. And um, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I went in with no expectations. I knew it wasn't going to be funnier than the first one, and I actually enjoyed it. It was um, it was funny as hell to me. Uh, my favorite scene in uh, Coming to America 2 is, <laughs> is the funeral scene when James Earl Jones is, is in the coffin, and they got, you know what I'm saying, like all the festivities and shit is going on, and they, when they first saw him, he got his eyes closed, and he's just sitting there, so it looked like he dead. And then they go back and show him again, and that nigga lift one eye up. Bro, that's sick. Made me fall out my seat, bro. I said, "Yo, this nigga is alive at his funeral." That was the funniest fucking thing to me, bro. I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but that shit was just funny as hell to me. But it was a great movie, man. It was a, um, it was a, it was a great movie. I was, uh, I was impressed by what they did with that, uh, second one.
1: I mean, I was too, man. Like, and and I think what people had to understand about it. Was the fact of it's not nineteen eighty eight anymore, right? You know what I'm saying. Like some of the same jokes can't fly. Um, I thought the things that they did bring back, I thought <laughs> they picked the right ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not mad that you know what I'm saying that because one of the dope things that he did do in that was some people would say that you know it was a PC role to. Mm-hmm to have his daughter take over mm-hmm. and all the type stuff. But what was dope was he showed his flaws where yeah. he's never seen this kid before. Right. And he's yeah. gonna make him the king of Zamunda. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. prince of Zamunda and it's like, yo, like just because he's a man, like you gotta you gotta teach him to be royal. You know what I'm saying? Like and and for them to to show him fucking up and then he makes that transition of being you know what I'm saying the father that he needs to be because, right. I thought that was dope, man. Some people probably was like, yo, that's just like how people was upset about that one scene in um in Endgame where all oh, the girls, all the women came together. Yeah, yeah i ain't gonna lie, family. I
0: got mad too because really in that scene, that movie could have ended right there. Mm-hmm. Captain the Marvel. People- Captain Marvel and Scarlet Witch would have dusted that nigga up, but we ain't gonna go yeah. there though. I'm just telling you, they'd have yeah. dusted that nigga up. When he but Captain Marvel and looked back, yeah, he was like, oh shit, that bitch is real. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they'd have dusted his ass up, but whatever, man. I understand why they did it. But yeah, I, I mean, for me, I felt like it was a dope scene because, you know what I'm saying? Like, my daughter got to. Got a chance to see, you know what I'm saying, like the the female superheroes getting busy and actually getting to it. And you know what I'm saying? It was, you know, it, it's dope to be able f- for her to see, you know, what I'm saying, like a Captain Marvel, Black Widow, um, you know, what I'm saying Scarlet Witch and shit like that. And, and she don't have to worry about seeing just Iron Man and Thor and the Hope and shit like that. So that was dope, man. Anybody else didn't like it, uh, like my man Richard Price said, they suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but you
1: know man you know Eddie Murphy man like he he also got he got 32 credits on soundtracks but the thing is he got 17 writing credits yeah and he pulled a power move
0: mm-hmm. right
1: he wasn't originally cast for 48 hours right he to put a power move and he's one of the writers on another 48 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like mm-hmm. yo it it got to the point where, cause like at the time, Nick Nolte was a you know what I'm saying, you know he was the man. He was, yeah, he was the man. He and was the did, man. And then Nick Nolte come back around, like they did, they did that with I think 82, and mm-hmm. then uh, another 48 hours came out in 90, and it's like the roles flip.
0: Like Eddie's yeah.
1: the man. Eddie's yeah. the man now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I thought that was so dope, man, to uh, to pull that power move to mm-hmm. uh, be to be a writer on um another 48 hours so yeah. that was dope and like man just to, and then like you know when they brought the uh boomerang to uh, a tv series oh i'm walked, sorry, I'm sorry. i forgot
0: uh chris rock was in boomerang too i think he was like the male dude yeah he was the like like male
1: dude he was yeah. a male dude because yeah. he did the one thing he was like hold up he said maybe you read my mail he mm-hmm. said hold this up he looked at it he was like he said man, I told you man he was like man, when are you going to hire me man <laughs> like cuz he was a damn temp, man yeah he went, went hire but um, but yeah man like boom like it was dope that uh like Eddie Murphy is one of those dudes man it's just like he like you said, he he set the blueprint for people and yeah. he showed a lot of people ownership you know mm-hmm. like I don't think like he's one of those dudes where it's like he he watched he he watched the destruction of his mentor in in mm-hmm. Richard Pryor and we all know what Richard Pryor could have been man um, and like Richard Pryor missed out on, on a lot of shit simply because like motherfuckers couldn't they couldn't count on him showing up yeah you know what I'm saying so then it's like okay I see what he fucked up and so I'm gonna elevate I'm gonna take it to a new level and mm-hmm. it's like and then. When somebody like Kevin Hart look at it, like the whole foundation, like you know what I'm saying, he put like this. Eddie Murphy put down, you know what I'm saying. He dug the hole. No, okay, Richard Pryor dug the hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Eddie Murphy put down the cement. He put up the walls. He put up all that shit, and then and then uh, Kevin he put the roof on the place. You know what I'm saying? Because like Kevin took it to a whole nother hey, thing.
0: He he did more than well. Well, you you can't do that. See, this is this is the way I look at it, right? So Red Fox was the one who dug the hole. Because niggas don't know about Red Fox stand-up. That nigga, the king of the party records. And that nigga, you talking about uh, a a comedian, Red Fox. Go go research Red Fox if you never listened to him or if you never just heard any of his comedy. Red Fox was the man. Um so Red Fox dug the hole, you know what I'm saying? He got the plot of land. And then I feel like um I feel like Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor kind of built the foundation, you know what I'm saying? Cuz they was both kind of on the same level until, you know what I'm saying, Richard had that situation. Um and then, you know what I'm saying, you you got to then go to guys like Keenan Ivory Waynes um Martin, uh Chris Rock, you know what I'm saying, Um, guys like Tracy Morgan, you know what I'm saying, like those guys, you know what I'm saying, who, you know what I'm saying, made sure they built the shell of it. So, you know what I'm saying, excuse me, the framework, roofing and everything else. And then, you know what I'm saying, you get, you know what I'm saying, like the the guys like Steve Harvey, Bernie Mac, you know what I'm saying, the Kings of Comedy, everybody in that era, they kind of, you know what I'm saying, furnished it. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart just kind of came in, him, um uh who else am I thinking of? Cat Williams, you know what I'm saying? Mike Epps, all them, they tore that motherfucker down and built the mansion on top of it. You feel me? With everything that they learned from that previous house, they just tore it down and just rebuilt a huge ass mansion. And so, and then Kevin, he not only built the mansion, he basically furnished that motherfucker too, because that nigga, man, listen, he got a team with him and everybody on his team is eating. When I say eating, two of his homies is writers. Um, Two of them is stand-up. Well, three of them are stand-ups. Two of them is writers. One of them manage everything. You know what I'm saying? He got a dude that's a barber that do everything. He got a dude that's a fitness coach that do a whole bunch of shit. So it's like he really put his team in position to really do it. And you could tell he learned a lot of that from Eddie because Eddie did the same shit. Like look at what he did for Charlie. Charlie Murphy was on the road doing this thing for a minute. You know what I'm saying? He was in movies and everything else. Um you know what I'm saying? So to see that, you know what I'm saying, he put Chris Rock out there. He put Kevin Hart out there. He put um well not put Kevin Hart out there, but you know saying he kind of guided Kevin Hart. Um you know what I'm saying? Martin and you know what I'm saying David Allen Greer, Tommy Davidson, all these guys, you know what I'm saying? He basically was was that one that opened the door and held it open so they all could get through, man. And, and it just goes to show you if you look at his lineage, I'm sure that every last one of these successful dudes, bro has somehow, some way been connected to Eddie in some shape, form, or fashion.
1: Yep. I couldn't I couldn't have said it any better. And the only thing that I meant like the one person, like the point that I was trying to make was like when it came to like ownership type of shit, and the person yeah, that yeah, I yeah. did get was Kenan I, Kenan, Kenan Ivory Wayne. Yeah, he's the one that I, I fucked up on that one. Like, because yeah. he, he like what he was able to do for a, <clears throat> for a living color, and it was so dope. I saw a tweet now. It could have been an old tweet, but somebody posted it the other day with Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and Jim Carrey was like, you know, it was a picture of when a living color must have worn something or I don't know if it was like a reunion or something like that. Mm-hmm. It had to be a reunion because he was older and he was saying that he has nothing but gratitude for like, you know what I'm saying, for his black audience because he was mm-hmm. like, if it wasn't for Kenan and Ivan Wayans, he said nobody would even know who Jim Carrey is. That's and the same like, way Robert Williams was. And he was like, if y'all, he was like, if y'all didn't get like, they basically what it was, because he was he was he was putting out a post like basically for black people and right. saying like, yo, y'all took me in before anybody else did. He was like mm-hmm. because he from Canada and like they didn't really like Canada didn't really fuck with him like that. Right. And so then he he goes with Keenan on and Wayne and like and then that whole thing right there, because he said. And also it said in the tweet that he wouldn't he said he got H Ventura simply because of uh of uh living color. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I, I was doing Venus
0: De Milo. Venus De Milo is, is the male version of I mean Venus well, yeah, you can say that too. But Venus DeMilo is the female version of H Ventura.
1: I never seen that.
0: Whoa, wait a minute. You ain't never seen a living color and – uh, Jim Carrey, do no, Venus de
1: Milo? I, I well, he, pro- he, he's supposed to be the bodybuilding chick. I probably seen it and it just like slipped my mind because yeah. like I watched The Living Color, but it wasn't something where it was like, yo, I'm watching like every episode. You know what I'm oh, saying? It was like, man. Yeah. Yeah. What? I didn't.
0: It was, hey, you know, my I, mom I made me watch that joint Friday nights. I never forget on Fox. We stayed watching that joint.
1: No, I man, like I told you, like, when it comes to comedy, dude, like, the only thing I can remember, but see, I also got to look at it this way, like, the one comedy thing that I used to watch when it used to come on was Mad TV. Oh, okay, see, that yeah, came, so that's, that's that later, came out later. later. That's, yes. Yeah, that's later. It came out yeah. later, and yeah. that's when I was more, you know what I'm saying, into, you know what I'm saying, some of the comedy shit. But like, Live in living color, it was more. But I mean, like in Martin and shit, that's different. Martin mm-hmm. is different. But um, I don't know you
0: talking. You talking about like the improv variety shows and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah shit like that, shit like that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I that was I fucked up on that one. Kenan Kenan Keenan changed the game. Like, you know what I'm man, saying? Like didn't. Him, him 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 and him and um him and Eddie, man. Yeah. Like they they really man they they really are like they ran cool the nineties,
0: bro. They
1: yeah. ran the '90s, like they they, Man, they, they ran do. the
0: '90s.
1: Yeah, and they the blueprint, like they they show everybody, like, look, this is how you do it. Now, yeah. when you, if you look at the dates and shit, you know, Keenan probably looked at what Eddie did mm-hmm. and was just like, okay, but I'm gonna do well, it the well, TV ride. You know Kenan, I mean?
0: Kenan is a writer on Raw and Delirious.
1: Didn't know that. Yeah. They know that, they know that. And like he he is and then to get his whole family on. And this ain't no situation where it's just like this this is not the well I'm just putting them on because they're my brothers and sisters. Like, mm-hmm. no, these motherfuckers, no. all of them got talent. And correction, funny.
0: correction. Um oh shit, which one is it? I think it's the sec I think it's, I think it's raw. I don't think it's delirious. I think it's raw. Cause the, cause delirious is when they, um, is when they got the band at the beginning. And then I think the, um, raw is when they got the skit in front of it where he, where he was supposed to be young and tell the joke. That's the skit that Keenan wrote. That's why Keenan's a writer in it. Cause he wrote the skit. But I don't know which, whichever one it is. I know Keenan wrote the skit, but I know Keenan was with him in in one of those. So I'm assuming it had to be raw because that's the la- that's the one that came last. So I don't know. I got to go back and look, but but I'm yeah. I know for a fact that he was a writer on one of them. He wrote that beginning skit before the um before the special start.
1: Yeah, I was sitting here looking. I'm trying to see it. Yep, yeah, it was it was raw. It was okay. wrong, Keenan. Okay. Yeah, the opening. I say, cause, cause was say because because Delirious Kenan. got
0: the yep. Delirious got the band playing before he actually come out
1: and start. So okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yep, it was, <clears> it was wrong. Keenan, Keenan, Raw. And see, look, and, and look, you know what I'm saying, Eddie Murphy, man. Yeah. Look, look, man, he's a whole legend out here. And man. then Robert Townsend was it was the director
0: of yep. Raw. I forgot about that. Yeah, Robert, Robert was Townsend. Meter, so so that really no, that really go to show you because Robert Townsend, he's one of the ones that been doing it forever. Remember, he was making his own movie since since forever. So you know what I'm saying? That that just go to show us where Eddie and uh you know what I'm saying, where Eddie and Keenan got it from.
1: Yeah, man. People people be slipping though, hey man. Eddie's a whole legend out here. And mm-hmm. he kicked a lot, he kicked a lot of shit off of people. But like I say, man, like A lot of people throw around that blueprint word and it's just like, yo, like this dude literally like was the blueprint of this thing. And like if there wasn't no Eddie Murphy and like we ain't even just talking like, I mean, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but like we ain't even talking just black people. Like, I'm pretty sure there's been some white people, white comedians that like looked at what Eddie Murphy was doing and -hmm. they're like, yo, I need to try to follow this Man. model of what Andy Murphy did, uh, uh, Steve Martin,
0: you know what I'm saying? Steve Martin, um, uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, shit, I'm trying to think who I was in that SNL with him. Like all them dudes what about, from
1: SNL. What about uh, because because you think about the how his career went, even though I never thought he was that funny. What, what was my dude name? Uh meet the parents uh Ben Stiller Ben Stiller Yeah cuz you got cuz you look at what Ben, ben Stiller, Stiller did one like, of them too. You know what I'm saying? He wrote in all that type shit like a lot of mm-hmm. those movies Meet the Parents, Meet the Fuckers. and mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Average Joe ben, ben Stiller of one shit. of them
0: too. Like he cuz I cuz Ben Stiller was in uh Tower Heights, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was. And uh Tropic Thunder. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Look, okay, I mean, let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah. this right quick. Okay, right. I've never had a problem with it, like they and they keep bringing it up on, on the podcast. I'm just a dude puncho, playing right? the dude who's playing the dude. Yeah, dude, listen, Bobby Daddy G. Do you, I don't, me personally, I don't consider that blackface. That shit it's, was hilarious. The reason, I'm sorry,
0: the reason why, um, the reason why I don't consider it blackface. Is because it was never like no negative stereotype to it. You know what I'm saying? Like when he when he was doing it, it wasn't like, yes sir, boss, I suck a job for you, boss. You need watermelon. Yes, sir. I move on, sir. No sir. Yes, sir. It wasn't none of that. Yeah. Like he was, he was like a badass for real. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you know what I'm saying, down in the jungle. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like To me, I thought the shit was fun. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought the shit was fucking hilarious. Because he was I thought like, it was hilarious. That motherfucker was like, you people get on my nerves. That motherfucker like, said, what do you mean, you, you people. people? That nigga said, said what, what do you, you
1: mean, mean, you people?
0: <laughs> that, people. Said, Look. <laughs> that motherfucker said, huh? <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> to, me, to me, I think that's probably one of the, the, the funniest moments I have ever seen Robert Downey Jr. in outside of Iron Man. That shit was funny to me, man. And I'm and I'm one of them people like and I'm one of them people that I'm not with that shit like if I see that shit I'm looking like hold on motherfucker yeah man I I don't I don't consider that like a bad bad thing I I thought that he did um I thought he did a decent job of you know what I'm saying not not trying to you know what I'm saying be disrespectful I think it was more so just him because if you really if you really watch the movie like. He's an Australian dude. He's not even the, the character, like the, the character that he's playing is a, a, a Australian dude playing that character. Man, listen. So he's <laughs> this is and this is why I say like, this is why I say like it's is I didn't take no offense to it, because before he even get the blackface on, the motherfucker is Australian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah
0: like so you know so what I'm saying so funny, like, like if if anything we got to be mad at the Australian nigga first
1: Man listen man but yeah I, they, I they didn't talk, have no beef cause, with that man Cuz they said that you know cuz didn't believed that we, they couldn't make that movie and yeah, you know what I'm saying 2001 part. And I'm just like man cuz I'm thinking like I don't well, know Well it wasn't
0: but, it wasn't that bad cuz he really didn't look like a black dude
1: I don't know he kind of did but, that nigga was like a, a well-tanned that's, white man. Cause that's just like uh uh what's the dude's name? Dude the late night show.
0: Kip oh, Lover. that was different. you talking about when Jim he did when he did Carl Malone. That's
1: different. Man, I don't know, man. All I know is, yeah, that is funny.
0: That's totally different. That's, that's that's out of
1: line. Cause that's the that's the only that's the only Ben Stiller movie. Well, hold on. That's not true. I mean, meet the parents was cool. Ben me, Stiller did
0: cool. blackface too, but he did it with a human.
1: Uncle okay, But I'm off that now. I'm talking like I was talking about like I don't even really consider um, dodgeball because I mean, like to me, like Vince Vaughn was like, you know what I'm saying? Like what? to me, I don't know. I mean, it's a, look, it's a Ben Stiller movie, not Ben Stiller movie, but. I no, Ben t-
0: Stiller stole that movie, bro. What are you talking about?
1: I don't know, man. Vince Vaughn was hilarious too. But the only the only Nobody thing- makes white Goodman bleed on his white <laughs> shoes. What are you talking about, bro?
0: Nobody makes <laughs> white Goodman bleed blood on his white shoes. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: that, nigga, no, that no, that was f- and, and and I like the one part when he showed up at the girl house and um, Hey, bro. Oh, what did he say? On, I forgot bro. what he said. <laughs>
0: but like, I that nigga said. <laughs> That nigga said, "Hot your mama."
1: <laughs> Dude, man, I'm not fucking with you, man. But nah, like, but anyway, the whole reason we got on... he <laughs> was a damn clown, man. But we got on... That nigga said, "I want to get all freaking
0: naughty. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that's my shit, man. You telling me man oh. still it is not steal that shit, bro? Hey. It's crazy. <laughs> nobody makes White Goodman bleed blood on his on his new white shoes.
1: Oh man, oh man. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what that nigga said. They said nobody makes White Goodman bleed his own blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro, Come on,
0: <laughs> oh man, what are you talking about? He stole that Oh suit, man. man. He pulled off of that little ass motorcycle with <sighs> that big ass nigga on the back. Oh man. No, I like the part
1: with my man. My man started throwing the wrenches at them. That motherfucker said, Hey bro, that motherfucker
0: said <laughs> he said <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> said something um, to him. I forgot what he said. He said, you know, he said necessary. He said is it necessary. No, he said is throwing the wrench necessary. He said necessary. It's necessary for me to drink my own urine. He said no. <laughs> Cheryl and
1: I like the taste. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that movie is funny. Than the motherfucker. Oh, man. Oh. That nigga say, hey, man, you're not a pirate. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, man. stop. Man. Oh. oh, we gotta get back on track. Hey, man, I'm too <sighs> sorry. Okay, but the whole point is <laughs> what I was saying <laughs> is I think Ben still. Even though his dad was an actor. Oh man. I, I think that
0: movie.
1: yeah. I think that you know what I'm saying? A lot of people looked at what Eddie Murphy did, man, especially when it when it came to probably coming to America because that's when he like really like his first movie under Eddie Murphy Productions. Mm-hmm. And I think people start looking like, yo, we need to get in that lane. We need to start mm-hmm. writing our shit. We need to start producing our shit. We need to start putting our name on it to Where we getting these royalty checks and not just being involved in a movie. Like Adam, uh, Adam Sandler too. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Uh with yeah. uh what uh, uh, Happy Madison. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Judd yep. Apatow, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Judd like, Appetite, for real. Yeah. I think a lot of these people is like if it wasn't for Eddie, I mean people probably would have caught on to it eventually, but like he, you know kinda, Eddie, he kinda get comedians that you know sending that 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 way, man. Make for yeah. real for him. For real, for real, man. So, like, people gotta put, even though, but this is the thing, y'all gotta understand, like, everything ain't gonna hit. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like, every podcast we do, there's some podcasts that are better than others. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna hit all the time. So, like, even though I was saying, like, yo, he went on the run, with, was just like, it was some of those movies I wasn't fucking with, but it's hard mm-hmm. to, they're just like, uh, Will Smith. Like, a lot of people was giving Will Smith grief because, yeah. like, some of the movies, Wasn't hitting like some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything ain't gonna be a hit, but even some of the shit that they said wasn't good, I thought was good.
0: But see, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about Bowfinger. You said you ain't like it. I thought Bowfinger was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I thought Holy Man was hilarious. I thought Pluto Nash was hilarious. So it's just like, even though, you know what I'm saying, you might not get the 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 actual recognition you're looking for, I still think that with certain movies, you still gonna get the love from your fans. Like you know, what I'm saying, it's it's people that appreciate, you know, what I'm saying, just comedy in itself that find, you know, what I'm saying, the funny in certain movies. Right. Like me, I can find the funny in the movie instantly. Like I see a way, you know, it's like a motherfucker do something and laugh at it. You know, what I'm saying, and be sitting here rolling. Like you just, you just see me go you know what i'm saying that quick like that's yeah. just how with, you know what i'm saying like anything so like especially with a comedy movie i just find the funniness in you know what i'm saying some of the you know what i'm saying the, the subtleties in it like speaking of coming to america too, i talked about the the uh, funeral scene like a lot of people will, will look at that and they won't you know what i'm saying understand why i'm laughing but i find it funny how you know what i'm saying that this is his funeral but he's alive this nigga is literally in the casket Alive at his funeral. That's funny as shit to me. Like Yo,
1: that's I, got it, I, got, to I, I got another funny funeral scene. Mm-hmm. Soul Man. Oh man. Said, when the motherfucker was in the casket with John Legend mm-hmm. and this motherfucker started chugging <laughs> He was saying, doing, he already did. <laughs>
0: hey, another, another funny funeral scene, man, and we can wrap it up. But another funny funeral scene is um, death at a funeral with yeah. uh, with yeah. Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence, and the casket fell down, bro. You talking about funny and uh, and Lord uh, uh, uh Loretta Divine wig popped off, but that shit had <laughs> me rolling, bro. That nigga, um. What is that nigga's name, bro? I can't think of it. Um, What is the nigga name that played Murtaugh, bro? Murtaugh. I don't don't know. I'm too old for this shit. Goddamn! What is his name? Uh, Um, lethal weapon. Um,
1: Danny Glover. Danny
0: Glover. Danny, Danny Glover. Shitted on Tracy Morgan's hand, bro. All this shit was going on. He shitted on Tracy Morgan's hand in that movie. And I cried my ass off watching that movie. That movie was fucking hilarious, bro. Go watch Death at a Funeral If Y'all Ain't Never Seen It. Two of two of the people off of Eddie's, you know what I'm saying, tree, Martin Lawrence, um, Chris Rock, they do a hell of a job. Tracy Morgan is in it. It's just a whole bunch. It's just a cast of just funny motherfuckers. And, man, they, they do a hell of a job when they did that movie. But, um. Man, that's it for me, man. I know usually we do a top three, but is it really a need to, man?
1: I man, I can't even. I mean, I probably <laughs> could, saying, like, but it's just like it's it's so much. It's so much good shit, man. Yeah. Um, um
0: we we could do. Let's just do. Um, just I guess we could do one movie.
1: At least one. one. Shit, one. <sighs> man, that's hard, but. That's okay. Put it like
0: this: um, If you was on the island and you had, you know, what I'm saying, a portable DVD player, you could take any Eddie Murphy movie with you, and you could. That's the only movie you'll have to watch while you was on that island. What would you pick?
1: It would have to be if we, if if we, if you put it that way, stranded mm-hmm. on the island. I would have to say Beverly Hills Cop 2. Beverly Hills got to too. Okay, okay. The reason uh, I say that, because I just saw, like, the last scene that I saw mm-hmm. was when they went to the uh, strip club, and he said that he was uh, the uh, former president, uh, Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that movie because that was in a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh.
0: Man, listen. Hey, I
1: gotta look at something, man. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying?
0: I want an island by myself. Um, and for that reason, is you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the reasons I'm picking coming to America too. I mean, not coming to America too. Coming to America. I'm sorry, the original one. Coming to America, man. You talking about funny, quotable? I could watch that motherfucker. I don't care. Like I told y'all before, I don't care. When that motherfucker start, I could come in at the time Randy Watson is at the youth benefit for the church singing, you know what I'm saying to make sure you know what I'm saying that they get that money for the church man and i'm I'm in there, um, nah, put a chicken bone in there, man, listen, you don't put no chicken bone in there, man <laughs> Donation. <to my> <laughs> <laughs> Good terrible. Don't get me started. Don't get me started, bro. Me started, bro. Oh, I'm going to do that shit all day. man. Oh, but, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I would do Coming to America only because, you know what saying, like you said, it's, it's boobies in there, but not just that, man. It's just the quotables from there. Um, it's classic moments in there. It's still to this day, like, I'll be watching that movie, man, and it's still shit that I, I catch that I ain't seen. So, um, yeah uh definitely coming to america um man that was that was a good one bro um you already know um this friday man we coming right back you know what i'm saying There's going to be another one uh man listen there's two episodes left bro
1: yeah man that's sad? sad
0: it's getting sad
1: bro he <laughs> <laughs> said that at the same time <laughs> it. Um, oh
0: man, it's been the hell. I ain't gonna lie, it's been the hell of a season. Um, been super hey, exciting and, and like,
1: big. And listen, listen, big ups to you, man. It was it was your idea. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to to do snowfall uh, episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Man, glad glad you came up with that, man. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, listen, it's, it's, it's been dope doing it.
0: Is that's what happened, man. Like I told you, that's what happened when you work with somebody who, who you can bounce those ideas off of and get that same energy, man. That we, we've been coming up with some great ideas lately. So you know what I'm saying? That was just one of the ones that happened to work. But um, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get into episode what nine? Yes, it'll be episode nine. Episode yeah, nine. Man. Man. Um shit starting to hit the fan. Um, mm-hmm. it's some traders, you know what I'm saying? Um uh, Man, you know what I'm saying snitches is getting stitches, and um, I couldn't be more happy. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> this episode eight, bro, I watched that the like five times, man.
1: Damn. Yeah, yeah, man. I really fucked up. <clears throat> yes, sir, man. She, she. Well, you know what I'm saying they gave her a teaser. You know, what I'm saying yeah. letting them know, like, yo, next time that's your ass. Yeah, hey, yeah. So. I mean, I, I like, like, you know what I'm saying? We already gave our predictions, man. Mm-hmm. Um, just that, you know, I, I hate the fact that there are some people that, that fuck with us. But, like, man, they don't fuck with uh, Snowfall, though, man. So they ain't even getting that good content, man. Like, like I bought mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He, he, like, you know what I'm saying? He hasn't been watching this episode because he want to binge it all. So right. I doubt that he been listening to the uh, Snowfall episodes. And cool, Casey... Just- it's
0: a that's a good little guy for them to go back and listen to now. You know what I'm saying? After they catch up on it, they can go back check it out, and bam! You know what I'm saying? They'll let us know what they think.
1: Yeah, man. And like Casey, you know he don't watch it. So, but man, yeah. we've been put we've been putting in work on those episodes, man. Those have been like some very very great episodes, man. That we've been putting out. So for sure. So for we sure. got we got another one coming Friday, man. Yep. Episode nine,
0: man. Season four. Um, you know what I'm saying? Be there, be square. You know what I'm saying? We go live every Friday. Um, so, y'all already know what it is, man. Um, feel free to comment, all that good stuff. Make sure that y'all subscribe. Make sure that y'all hit that notification bell. Um, Schools Bronson TV. Uh, Instagram is coming soon for the Viewers Anonymous uh, podcast. link tree is up, so you know you can find us wherever you need us. Um, everything on there. Uh, if you would like to... Uh, if you would like to know where you can find us at, you can go to Facebook first and foremost, and then um, you can hit us up on the VA podcast watch group. That's where all of the information for the podcast is. That's where all the videos is, the link tree, everything else, wherever you need to find us, that's where we are. We also put some of our other content on there as well. You know what I'm saying? That way you can kind of know what's going on and then it keeps you in there. But just, you know what I'm saying? Send that, um, Send that request, man. We'll definitely uh, get you in there. The numbers are are growing steadily. Um, it's looking good. Man, let me tell you something. You guys have been showing us so much support. We thank you guys so much. Um, follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Follow me on Instagram at Scooch Bronson underscore TV. Uh, like I said, man, if you're not watching, you can watch us on uh, Scooch Bronson TV on YouTube every Tuesday and Friday. Man, we been we we getting to it, man. <clears throat>
1: yes, sir, man. And um I don't know when the last time we checked it, but you know what I'm saying? We up to six ratings now. Um, but we did address the one one star that we got. So yeah. you know what I'm saying, but the other five are five stars. So I appreciate everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? We sit at a four point five right now. Mm-hmm. So um, but you know what I'm saying? If y'all listen on Apple, man, you know, uh just uh you know, whatever you feel, you know, leave a comment or you can, you know, hit a rating, man, just so we can see where we Um, Like you said, the V.A. podcast watch group page. Um, also, go check out the Stolen Time Pod on Instagram and foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, go still go to the uh, Stolen Time Podcast uh, page on Facebook. Um, you know, just put out a, a great 28 minutes or less with the guy. Long scoops, you know he came on with me you know what i'm saying we we dedicated like the first 30 minutes to dmx um you know another rest in peace to him and uh, we talked about sample music man that we had some great conversations on there mm-hmm. um, you know what i'm saying Mia x gave us 15 minutes of talking time <laughs> <man>. but, <laughs> but yes, she um, did. Yeah, man, but uh it was it was some it was some great shit, man. So uh everybody go check out that last twenty-eight minutes or less, that'll be episode forty-one. Um and I still I still got some uh something coming out for the stolen time podcast. So be on the lookout for that. And also before we get out of here, man, prayers up to Uncle Washington, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My guy, my uh co-host of the Stolen Time Podcast. You know, he's still dealing with some things, but you know, just uh you know. Just be thinking about him, cause you know he he he's That's really he. he <laughs> I think I think his biggest disappointment in all of this is that he he hasn't been able to pipe, man. You know, so uh, <laughs> it's he, a big deal. He, he, yeah, man, it is, and and I know he's been wanting to. So you know, just be thinking about him, man. For sure, man. So um,
0: we up out of here, you guys. Thanks for the support. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, see you guys Friday. Y'all already know what it is. It's snowfall time. That being said, man, like they say in Hollywood, it's a wrap.
1: Good.